Well, good morning. It looks like the wind's dropped outside. It's still a little bit wet, a little bit dull, but never mind. I was thinking that as parents and also as grandparents, you, you need to realise that part of your responsibility is to do for your children whatever they cannot do for themselves. And this includes in the early days, dressing them. Then as they grow, they need to learn to dress themselves. I was thinking about when we were kids and uh, go back in the days when we wore short trousers up until the time we went to secondary school. Uh, we didn't get our longies, as we called them, until then. But I knew all through those years that my mum loved us, but sometimes I wondered if she cared more about our appearance and our cleanliness than she did about our safety. Before we left the house, she would say, Comb your hair and pull those socks up, and I hope you've got your clean underwear on. You never know, you might get knocked down by a bus. The inference being, if you finished up in hospital, you had to be clean. Sometimes, even when we are grown up, we need to be reminded of what to wear and why we need to wear it. How many times have I been told, you're not going out dressed like that, are you? My reply is usually, why not? And then the reply comes back, she's in those trousers, they're full of creases. And you've got tomato soup on your shirt. And apart from that, you need to take a coat because it's raining. You see, clothes are important. But what about we as Christians? What do we wear? Now, I'm not going to talk about hats or ties or whether you should go to church in jeans. I'm thinking about Paul and what he was saying in Ephesians. And it's Ephesians chapter 6. In the first few verses of that chapter, Paul covers what our attitude should be towards all people. He talks about in the home and outside of the home. And he finishes with the truth that we are called to remember and obey. He reminds us that there is no favoritism with God. In his sight, we are all equal. In the following verses of that chapter, Paul will tell us how we need to be as we go out to live for Jesus. He tells us what we should be wearing as believers, and he tells us why we need to dress like we do. And this is Ephesians 6, verse 10 through to 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armour of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand firm. Then, with the belt of truth, buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So what's Paul saying here? He's saying we need to be strong in the Lord, in his mighty power. He tells us what we need to wear, put on the full armour of God. 
He tells us why we need to put it on so that we can stand our ground against the devil's schemes. He tells us what we will be able to do when we have it on. You will be able to stand your ground. So, over the next few mornings, uh, we're going to take a short look at these things in the light of what we've already learned from God's word about how we should behave and that by our behavior, we will be identified as part of God's family because that's who we are. Another way we identify with people is by their dress or in the case of a policeman and a nurse or a soldier, it's by their uniform. Let's pray. Let's pray this morning. Father, as we come into your presence this morning, we do thank you for our families. We do thank you for parents and for grandparents and for those who are seeking to bring up younger ones. And we ask that your hand will be upon them. And as well as looking after our children physically, we pray that we might teach them spiritually, that they might know about you in their early days and that they might be strengthened and encouraged. And our Father, we pray for ourselves and ask that you draw close to us this day. And we've mentioned those in uniform and we pray for them. We pray for the police and the nurses and our military staff and those who are out trying to keep the peace and protect this country. Um, in this coronavirus, we ask your protection upon them. Our Father, we pray for the listening group of Bethel. And we know that they're not able to meet with people and... We thank you for the fact that now they are um, entering into uh, trying to contact people by phone. These are difficult days and all of us, no matter who we are, we do feel the pressures. And sometimes those pressures cause us to be, be doubt, doubtful, cause us to mentally feel not as we should feel. And so we need sometimes just to talk to somebody so we pray for the listening group and ask that your hand be upon them. Father, we bring all these things before you in his worthy and precious name. Amen. Well, uh, there's another little passage of scripture, scripture that we can uh, have a look at uh, over the next few days and we can learn from it. And I do trust that these short devotional times are a helpful help to us as we go through these difficult days and that we can bring them to mind as we go through the day. So, um, God bless you all, and again, I'll be back tomorrow, and I'll see you then. Oh, bye now.